Hello and welcome to episode 7 of The Mac Report. Apologies for a slightly later than normal episode this week. However, the fun of uh, Monday's Cricket Club versus Hockey Club Six-A-Side Tournament clearly took it out of me and the rest of the lads. However, we have a fine merry band here to discuss the weekend's fixtures. Today we're joined by first team captain James Cross, second team captain Chris France, third team stalwart and opening batsman Ian Kenny, and fourth team captain Matt Cunningham. Crossy, over to you. Tell us about the weekend. So we were playing uh, Marple this weekend. Took a uh, two-point lead into into it. Before the game had even kicked off, uh, I found out that Bramall and Bollington had been rained off, so they shared two points each. So effectively, we were level on points with Bramall going into the day, uh, and we managed to get some cricket, um, surprisingly, with the weather. And uh, we had the old Lake Victoria out on I think it was Tuesday night, which wanted to get cleared. So thank you very much to Jimmy and Paolo and uh, the lads at Mac Drainage for sorting that out. Um, Marple uh, won the toss and obviously had a bowl um, on a very, very wet deck. They got off to a really good start. Um, it was very tricky batting, uh, very slow and poppy off the pitch. And uh, they fielded really well as well, in fairness. They didn't give us anything um, in the field. Do you know what I mean? They stopped a few uh, hard hit balls as well, which which left us 24 for four with with myself getting 15, Angus eight, and Khalid and Birchie got a duck, uh, which brought Alex Griffiths and Jack Massey to the crease. Uh, Alex Griffiths batted really, really well. Um, it's really suited his game. Uh, got Jack Massey on strike for the, the majority. I think there was a stage where he was batting with Jack that he didn't face a dot ball. He was just getting singles to get Jack on strike. And Jack hit the ball really well. Ended up getting uh, 32 off 31, including two sixes. Um, so he he dug us out. And sadly, he, he got caught uh, pulling straight. and But that brought Finn McCann to the crease. He was, uh, he was looking for a bit of form and he found it. He ended up with 30, not out, off 32. So yeah, Finn McCann hit a six, which is... Uh, very unlike him. So well done, Finn, for that. And he was ably supported again by uh, by Nipper, who ended up with 16 off 23. And Finn McCants ended with 30 off 32. So that left Mac uh, 109 for five off the 20 overs, um, which sounds like a below-par score, but on that wicket was uh, was exceptionally good. So, you know, a 24 for four off probably about five or six overs. So... Uh, Great work from the middle order there. Uh, we started off really well with the ball. Um, Tom Key actually got in on the wickets for the first time. Um, ended up bowling four overs, two for 17. Again, his economy rate, fantastic. Uh, bowled really good lines, really good length. Same with Paddy. Paddy ended up with uh, three overs, even snuck a maiden in there, and he got for 13. So him and Tom Key sort of swapped roles for the week. Uh, but again, was really impressed by the opening bowlers. Uh, Birchie came on. Uh, the ever-reliant John Birchall bowled four overs, one for nine. Ben Kerwin bowled really, really well as well. Uh, three overs, one for 19. Jack Massey's three overs, two for nine. And Chris Moore's two overs, one for four. And then Angus Thompson bowled the 20th, and he bowled one over, two for three. So uh, there's some very good figures there. And uh, we, we fielded well um, and 
yeah, it was a it was a good bowling performance, good fielding performance. Ended up with uh, Marple seventy four for nine of their twenty overs, so we won by thirty five uh, runs. Um, there was an interesting wicket. Uh, Ex Cheshire captain Andrew Hall or Albert um, wasn't quite enjoying it. I don't think um, off Chris Moore's and on the third ball he's over. Um, let's say sure he shouted well sudden it spleeted then turned around and hit his own stumps off and walked off um, so so to to chris it it could it could have been he might be telling all his friends that he bowled a vicious bouncer uh that ended up with albert hall standing on his own stumps but uh, but it definitely was deliberate um so that that puts in a really good stead so we took two points in the first game and then the second game um we lost the toss again, but they chose to bat first. And they batted really well, in fairness. Um, but sadly, rain did intervene, um, which meant that we didn't get a chance to bat. And we took one point from it each. So it ended up with us with three points in the day and Marple with one point. So it gave us a, gives us a three-point lead going into this week. And good to hear, Crossy, that we're going into the final two games of the season with a three-point lead. Yeah, no, definitely. Like you said, it gives us a bit of a cushion and uh, hopefully we can take it forward and get into the finals day um, on Sunday the 13th of September. Now moving on to the second team fixture, we're welcoming back second team captain Chris France. Evening, Miles. Evening. So yeah, the uh, second team were unsurprisingly away at Marple uh, this week um, and having seen the the rather large amount of rain we got in Macclesfield, we've been on to the, uh, the Marple skipper all week. Just double checking that you know that the ground was in a fit state, as you know Marple's half up the hill and, and tends to get quite soggy in in bad weather. Um, so anyway, being told the pitch was in great shape, they hadn't had much rain. Turned up on Saturday morning, you know, not expecting a road, but expecting like a a, a cricket pitch. Um, ironically enough, we arrived half an hour before the opposition did, and they only rocked up at twenty to twelve. Um, which always sets a, a good store out for the day. Um, they take the covers off the pitch to find that the rain had encroached overnight and that half a wicket from one end was resembling of a swamp and not the place you wanted to pass left-hander. Um, so we got to the toss, and as I joked with a Marple skipper, it was, so which one of us is bowling first? Um, fortunately, Macclesfield won the toss and decided, unsurprisingly, to stick Marple in. Um, Marple got off to a little bit of a flying start. Um, Mohamed Salam Hanif rather went crazy, uh, especially in the first couple of rows with fielding restrictions, going to a, um, a very quick 25. Uh, we won the changes after three overs, um, swapping Messrs. Um, Mitchell and Jennings for Messrs. Porter and Porter, uh, which was a, a rather interesting combination of both young and old. Um, fortunately, the younger Porter made the breakthrough, having uh, bouncing out an if and having caught it deep back of square. It was quite an impressive sight to see a 15-year-old bouncing out a second-team prem opening batsman. Um, at the other end, the other Porter wiled away in his in his usual style, slow, horrible, and unsurprisingly picking up wickets. 
So Marple very quickly fell from being 35 for none off six to um, 41 for three. I have to say both reporters, again, rather disappointingly, were a pick of bowlers in the first game with Porter Senior finishing four overs, three for nine, and Porter Junior finishing four overs, one for five, which I think was a, a quite a spectacular effort. Um, from that point, you know, Markle never really recovered and uh, we restricted them to 93 off the 20 overs. Um, their captain, Greg Marsland, came in at the end and, and did a little bit of damage, but it was nothing that we felt we couldn't chase. Um, in, in return and, and batting second, uh, myself and Coombsley opened the batting. Um, I quickly departed, hitting a, a not a low full toss to mid-wicket, um, rather disappointingly. Uh, which brought um, some of our, I guess, less experienced players to the crease uh, in Bob Porter. So uh, batting at, at number three um, for the first 10 balls didn't look like he knew what was going on with cricket. And I was suddenly getting horrible flashbacks to him maybe walking over and kicking his stumps over. But fortunately, you know, he persevered. Um, eventually getting to 14 off 16. Longers came in and again looked like he didn't know which way a cricket bat was which. Uh, and, and I think he would say, you know, he would, um, he struggled to, to eight off 18. At this point, you know, Mack were in a little bit of trouble. Coombs, he was going pretty well, uh, you know, almost a runner ball, which was positively lightning for him. And he was joined at the, um, the crease by uh, Mr. Flint. And at this point, you know, we were sort of behind the run rate. We needed just about a runner ball. And then Flinty had an absolute blinder, going to 18 off 12 balls, including a naughty little um, ramp of to fine leg off one of their opening bowlers. And, you know, Macclesfield got off the line with uh, three balls to spare. So all in all, a great performance for a chase we were in control for large proportions of, but it got rather closer than we'd have liked in sort of the last three overs or so. Going into the second game, um, I promptly lost the toss because you can only toss once per day. Um, and they put us into bat. I decided to keep the oh, I decided to keep the successful pair of Coombs and Flint together. Um, and they got us off to an absolute flyer. Um, Flinty in particular was going absolutely feral. Um, and we went again very quickly in the power play to um, about 30 for none until Flinty got a little bit overexcited, came running down the pitch and was stumped. Um, we rotated the batting order for the second game to make sure that you know the, the younger players got to experience back in T20. So Yash came in at three and made a couple, Nick in at four, and then Braden at five, who having been told by his father he had to sweep every single ball, probably got our sweeping um, for zero. That brought the older Porter to the crease, and him and Coombs batted really well. Um, Rob going to 57 off 36 balls, including six fours and two sixes, and Coombs ably supporting him with 41 off 47 balls. That allowed Mac to post a very above average 134 off our 20 overs, which, based on sort of the previous performance, I thought was going to be enough to, um, to see us home. In the second innings, I have to say, you know, they got to a really strong start. So Hanif again, you know, went absolutely 
barrel. Um, picking up 43 off 39 balls, including four balls and a, and a six. And so he was, you know, dismissed by Henry Mitchell, who, in his words, um, finally decided to bowl the quicker one uh, and managed to get an LBW. Um, they put on 78 from the first wicket, so McElroy is up against it. Um, Brad Porter opened the bowling for us and can keep it tight up top. However, I've got to say the, the pick of the bowlers in the second innings was um, was Henry Mitchell. Four overs, one for 23. Unfortunately, we sort of never really got on top of the rate, despite picking up um, a couple of wickets with Rob Takey picking up two. You know, we never got them back under control. Um, and they knocked off the runs with, with two balls to go. I think it was a real lesson for quite a young team in that, you know, if you take your chances and we missed a couple, you win games. And if you allow, you know, dangerous batsmen to to get away, then, you know, it's going to be a struggle. But for a team with an average age, even with Rob Porter in it, of under 25, you know, I think that speaks volumes really for, you know, the, the quality of performances over the day. Fantastic. Thanks for that, Frenchie. And I think we can all agree that the average age of the side would be considerably lower were it not for Rob Porter. Yeah, so we actually did the maths on this rather sadly because, you know, Will Jennings loves to not only score on a, on a Saturday, but, you know, it is a bit of a stat so. Premium badger, that boy. He's an absolute premium badger. He's brilliant. I mean, I've realised that I don't actually have to do any scoring. I don't have to keep the book up to date. All I do is fund his match fees every um, day. And yes, Charlotte, it is me who's paying his match fees and he's just taking your money. Um, and uh, he does the book for me. So it, it's, it's a fantastic scenario. But if you take Rob Porter out the side, AI become the oldest, which is a truly terrifying, um, terrifying thought, but also the average age drops by 2.7. Um, and I think that puts the average age down to about 23. I think it's very important to recognise that because uh, as Craig Melrose said in his podcast, how old is he? Well, exactly. Now moving on to the third team fixture from Saturday. Macclesfield hosted Warrington third team. And here to talk about the game is the returning Ian Kenny, third team stalwart and opening batsman. Um, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast, Ian. I think uh, you were back on Get It Whacked at sort of around 10, 11, 12 episodes, something like that. Something like that. The, uh, it was the, the third 11 special. It certainly was. And what an episode it was. Um, but we're not here to talk about that today, mate. We're here to talk about Warrington. So I will let you take it away. As you say, the threes faced last year's division champions, Warrington, who, who, who narrowly pipped us to uh, promotion. They were back in the same league this year's year for the regionalised uh, post-COVID uh, league. It was a it was a soggy day on Parkside, so it was a, it was brilliant that we got to, to get a game of cricket in. Shockingly, Captain Horner won the toss, and uh, less shockingly, uh, inserted Warrington to bat. Uh, Miles and Alfie started really well, bowling really tidily, and Alfie made the first breakthrough early on, taking out uh, one of the openers. Miles soon got in on the app, removing the number three batsman. Opener at the other end, Fred Kayam, started cautiously, but um, but really started to open up during his innings, and, and he ended up with a with a really well-made uh, 67. After Miles and Alfie's initial opening spells, uh, spin twins Sam Hughes and Tony Moores followed up. Sam bowled well. He picked up picked up one wicket during his spill, and uh, that was of Abdul Javid, who was rather talkative during the game, considering he got himself a rather large duck. Tony Moores, he was the star the star performer with the ball on the day. Uh, he got himself a brilliant five, uh, including the wicket of Captain Zeb and uh, last year's 
match-winning centurion as part of his five-wicket haul, uh, bowling in with a with a with a really good ball after just previously being hit for six, I think. In response, myself and uh, Will Morris opened the batting. Uh, I made a swashbuckling 15-ball duck, and then I was soon followed back to the sidelines by Will, who was uh, who was run out cheaply as well. That left Alfie and Curly to rebuild the, the Mac innings. The opening bowling of uh, Wakas Kaim and, and uh, Umar Zeb was was really rather good for the for the, in the conditions and uh, scoring proved really difficult, uh, even for experienced batsmen like Alfie and Curly. Curly managed to get himself to ten before being uh, bowled by Wakas and being given a rather large send off from uh, the earlier duck making Abdul Javid. Alfie he battled hard, managed to see off most of the the openers' spells. Uh, but like I said, find scoring difficult. So we were he scored 26. And uh, Makarala struggling with the chase around uh, 40 for four when the general and Alistair came together. The general scored a really uh, brilliant counter-attacking 55, uh, a runner ball to get Mac back in the game. And uh, Alistair really got in, in the act as well and, and scored a brutal 48 from uh, 30-ish balls, including some really uh, big blows down the ground um, and they took Mac almost to the brink of victory uh, needing only 11 runs from the last over uh, unfortunately uh, both the general and Alistair were unable to, to be there at the end both falling just just short in terms of the in terms of their innings and that brought Yars and uh, Mitch Moores to the to the crease for the final over uh, things started uh, favorably for Mac Yars was bowled a uh, head-high no-ball, which he uh, managed to hook for four, leaving only six required from the remaining six balls in the over. Unfortunately, he was bowled the next ball, and then uh, Tony Moores was brought to the crease. Based on previous form, we all had a lot of faith in Tony to get us over the line, but the bowling continued to be good. Um, so only a couple of uh, leg buys were, were got, and Tony was bowled, bringing Miles Horner to the crease for the final ball of the over, which uh, he brilliantly drove down the ground but unfortunately by that point Warrington had every man on the boundary and it was well fielded uh, leaving Mac just short of chasing down the total but earning us a draw which was uh, widely celebrated as a win from the, the Warrington players. Uh, it was a it was a really good chase, a lot of heart was shown for Mac and a lot of credit deserves to be given to the uh, Stephen Whittingham and uh, Alistair Knight for for getting us so close. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, uh, it was a, a bit of a spicy game at times. I think we can we can all agree. Probably um, in, in no small part due to myself having a, a, an exchange of words with the opposing captain when he got out um, about where he'd luffed his microphone because the last time he was at uh, on Parkside, he, he gave us a big mic drop. So I just um, inquired if he brought his microphone with him this time didn't seem to see the funny side of that and uh, and I think from there things got a little spicy uh, I think it's fair to say yeah well I think they uh they didn't need much uh encouragement in order to uh in order to get st- stuck into us and uh, I think probably at times during our batting innings things probably went a little bit too far but I think that also reflected uh how well Matt had come back into the game and it really kind of uh, shook them up from the position they were in yeah absolutely and when they were complaining and moaning about the fact that we weren't playing win-lose cricket and we were quote-unquote stitching it um any talk of us stitching it soon disappeared 
when uh, when Witters and Alistair are at the crease doing what they did. Um, real disappointment not to get over the line in the end, but I have to say um, it was quite enjoyable watching them celebrate like they just won the World Cup, um, having drawn a game of cricket. And, and I think you put it very succinctly when you said an, an almost uh, amount of credit should go to the, the sort of heart and fight shown uh, by the whole team um, in a tough game. So uh, credit, credit to all the players. And now we're going to move on to Matt Cunningham with the fourth team game from Sunday. Yeah, cheers to that, Ian. Uh, so Macclesfield Fours were away at Brooklands on Sunday. Um, so on what was quite a green wicket, Brooklands won the toss and predictably chose to field first. Uh, but thankfully, openers Freddie Griffiths and Simon Ackley, AK Bod, put us off to a decent start. Um, it was only when Freddie was caught and bowled in the seventh over that we were left 35 for one. So looking quite confident. Uh, so in stepped Fours debutant Sebi Babu, or as I've apparently written in the match report for the newsletter Sebi Baby, so henceforth known as. Um, but Sebi got off to a fantastic start for us as well. Him and Simon put on a number of runs together. Simon finished on 22. Sebi made 30 himself. So at one point, we were 64 runs for two in the 17th over. Again, looking very good. Sebi and Finn Nash had a decent partnership. Finn made a very good 13. Um, so the top order really performed really well. Not least Robin Farmer, who came in, um, hit 20, 28 runs. Uh, but his best shot of the day, I think he would agree, was basically trying to remove umpire Rick Nash's kneecap with a very harsh straight drive, which I think Rick will feel for many a day to come. Uh, so Mack were 118 for five with six overs remaining of the allotted 35 overs. Unfortunately, the middle order, including myself, weren't quite able to capitalise. And we did have a bit of a mini collapse, though thankfully the tail or the youth, um, including Albert Bradshaw, managed to involved some big hitting and got us to the end of 35 overs, nine wickets down for 142 runs, which I think we all agreed was a very competitive score. Uh, so when Brooklyn started, they actually got off to a very good start themselves. They managed to hit 46 runs for the first wicket after 10 overs. Um, thankfully, Ben Farmer stepped up, got two wickets in the same over, looked really good. Uh, but their opener, who made 47 runs, really managed to take the match away from us a little bit. We plugged away. There was some fantastic bowling. But in the end, Brooklyn's got over the line with two and a half overs to spare and four wickets down. But I do want to mention a couple of um, bowling stats. So I mentioned Ben Farmer took two wickets off his five overs for 20 runs. Uh, Charlie Ackley, fantastic. Five overs, 13 runs against him as well. Um, and Albert Bradshaw, five and a half overs. Uh, 23 runs again against him so a disappointing result but some fantastic performances once again and um lessons learned to go into next week fantastic and we're going to deviate from the usual uh, format here mostly because i forgot uh, matt can i ask you for a player of the match please because of his debut and his high score it's going to be sebi baby <laughs> talking of uh, hope he likes it. talking of name issues um did you struggle with uh pronouncing brooklyn's this week mate i just avoided saying the word all day long i could tell everyone's looking towards me to make a gaff a gif, gif gaff one of them <laughs> i think somebody should make a gif out of you mate now this might be a bit of a tricky question in given there's uh you know a few stellar performances on the day but so i must push you for a player of the match a lot of credit goes to 
uh, both Timo and uh, Witters for their brilliant performances. But I'm going to give my player of the match to Alistair Knight for his uh, for his brilliant innings, which uh, without it, we wouldn't have, I don't think, got close to that, uh, chasing down that total. Frenchie, player of the day, please. So my player of the day is going to be James Coombs for scoring 87 runs, double drug avoidance and batting not out for the whole day. Very good. And finally, Crossy. Uh, Got to be old uh, TDF himself, Jack Massey. Uh, two for nine off three overs and 30-odd not out. Uh, saw us into a very good position to win the game. Very good. And back down, Crossy, who have the ones got on Saturday? Uh, Bolly at Bolly. Uh, oh, so, tasty. Yeah, very tasty. Um, should be a good game. Come down to sport if you can. Excellent. Frenchie? So the uh, two's at uh, home for the first time what feels like all summer, and we're playing over the edge. Excellent. The threes are away to Nantwich for the first time, uh, well, in as long as I can remember. Um, and Matt, who have the fours got? We are at home to Stockport Trinity threes for a 1pm start. Again, try and get down if you can. Just lastly to say, it is Dave Bostock's birthday on Saturday, and I uh, have been reliably informed by him it's an open invitation to a birthday picnic for Dave Bostock. So please do head on down to Victoria Road on Saturday and celebrate Dave's 41st birthday. Happy birthday, big man. That was The Mac Report.